Reza Hashem, we're learning Mishnah in Simon Mem Sif Gimel Shin number 125, and we're discussing the proper approach of the Kedusha of one's handling of the Tefillin. Simon Mem Sif Gimel, and the discussion here is even if, as we discussed yesterday, of proper derecherets of putting your Tefillin with a double wrapping. Let's say going to the bathroom or something like this, or other reasons why it should be double wrapped. It should not be put underneath by your feet. It shouldn't be put by your feet. Don't put them by your feet. It's not derech covered. Well, suitcase, suitcase already there in a suitcase. I'm saying, but like, let's say it's just double wrapped on the bag. On the floor. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to put it by your feet. Don't like say you're on a bed, you know. Well, let's see what the case is. You shouldn't put your tefillin near your head, underneath your head, right? You're thinking who would do something like this, but... Are you doing tefillin in a, in a zekel? It, it is and, and even tefillin in a zekel shouldn't be by your feet. Shouldn't be by your by your feet, the actual feet. So we're saying... Even if it's double wrapped, it's not appropriate. It's, oh, he says a lot of Allah shouldn't put it by your feet. It's just not Derek Heretz for the Tefillin. You shouldn't put it underneath your head. By your head. So he's, he's addressing even if it is double wrapped. Well, I just finish here. But I feel ain't Even if one's wife is not with him, meaning there's no concern of having relations, which we discussed yesterday. If the film should not be open in the room where one will have relations, so to svarim, so to mezuzah should not be uh, exposed. I will shuloi ain't But if it's not opposite your head, and if one is not with his wife, then it's mutter. If one is with his wife, so he has to make sure that the tefillin are double wrapped. We'll take questions. We want to make sure we get the topic first, and then sometimes things are clarified through the Mishnah Brura. So we said, if the tefillin are by your head, it is also to put them there, like by your, as a, like a pillow. And the reason for all this is it's a lack of respect to the tefillin. So you say, but it's double wrapped. So, yeah, yes, we know it's double wrapped. If it wasn't double wrapped, that was, wouldn't be a shayla in the first place. Siv cutting yod. But if the Mechavah's case is shaloi kinegeroisho, but if you're not putting the tefillin right by your head, like by a pillow, and and also the case is that person's wife is not with him, so there's no concern of having relations and the tefillin around, then it's mutter to put the tefillin there. Says the Mishnah, filu shaloi bekli klau. Even if it's not in the kli at all. So in this case now we're saying with smutter is when it's not even a kli at all. It sounds very strange to us because we don't deal with our tefill in such a manner that you're putting your tefill near your near your head, not in a bag, but you want to make sure they're not going to move around, not going to roll around. So you put them in between some pillows. Why is doing this? Kashanamaisa. That's what the case is. So, if one's wife is with him, then he has to make sure it is double wrapped. The Hainu Shemanichan 
Vesaych kli, I kiss him, yuchalehen, tachas akar. Da akar mikri kli sheni. For example, you put it in one bag, and we said the tefillin zekel, the tefillin bag is considered to be one bag for a tefillin, but it has to be double wrapped. You need two wrappings. So if you put it in between, let's say the pillows, one pillow on the bottom, one pillow on top, that's called a second wrapping. That's called a second wrapping. The the hakar, the car is a pillow. Mikri cliche. Or it's not in any bag, but under two pillows. That's also fine. Now, Chachamim did not permit, explains the Mishnah Rura, to place the tefillin underneath your head when one's wife is with him. Even if it's double-wrapped. What's the only reason why it would be permissible? To protect it from thieves or mice. Now, once again, we don't live in such a world like this. We have more than one room. We could put the tefillin in the living room, in the den, in the closet. They had one room. was their whole entire house. That's why we said yesterday that bias house is also referred to as a room. If you have another safe place you can put your tefillin, which is generally hours and hours, which we can, don't put them in the bed at all. The only reason why he's putting them in the bed is to make sure they stay safe. You have like a shelf. It's either three tefachim above by your over your head or below your your head. You can put your tefillin on that shelf area. Sif Dalid. The Mechaber says, If a person's wife is with him in the bed, but they not, do not want to have relations, this is Mikri Ein Ishto Imoy. So, luckily, it's called Ein Ishto Imoy. Explains the Mishtabru that it's, not, it's called his wife is not with him. Vitaz, however, the Taz Oyesil Yoyes Ishto Imoy Bimito, Ahad Shiniach at Filin Klibitach Kli, Shami Yishkach Vishamish. The Taz is more Machman. The Taz says, Do not. Go and lie down in bed, even if there's no intention of having relations, because it's possible one might forget and the the and have relations, and the, in the meantime the tefillin were not double wrapped. and the Rabba say as well the same point. Sif hey to put them in the bed near the side of the person. Dinan is similar to putting the tefillin by one's feet. Says the Mishtura. Because sometimes a person is going to flip around while he's sleeping and and uh, they were by his feet. I mean, they're under his feet now. It's, it's all derech bizoyin. Now, are you ready for this now? You have a bench. You have a bench in shul. And underneath the bench, this is very common in some places, you could pick up the talus. You could pick up a little uh, a, a shelf, and a little compartment is there to put the talus and fill in. Wow. Ready for this? Yesh oimrim, some say, the oser leishev ala safsalan, that is also to sit on those benches. Because you're sitting, you're sitting over the talus and fill in. 
right? However, there are those that are lenient. Okay. If you have an ear space of a tefach from the tefillin to the top where you're sitting, it's not a lot, which it's possible to, to make it in such a way that you'll have that ear space. In other words, if you would make that bench, you see these places, right? You know? Sometimes I'll tell you where how you find it even more. Um, tell me you find this by the actual bima, and they have the, the the try to use as much space as you can. So then where where the person sits, where the person sits, then you know, when he holds the sefer right? So many times they make this the the bench you could pick it up and put something underneath it. So in the meantime, the person sitting down holding the sefer and people put the toss and fill in there. I, I, I see. I, I know, you know. Uh, and after they do hagbah, they sit down over there, right? So there are those who are matir. But he said, if you have a tefach of a space, so then you're good. It's, it's not a problem. Even those who say it's a problem, if you have a tefach space, because that's really a separation. Today, you know, they have these so, yeah, oisrin, v'yesh matirin. So he says, 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 He He which is not always the case. Right? Sometimes it's it's just you know movable, it's portable. But he says if you attach it to the wall, it's not a problem. Sometimes they screw it to the ground. The ones downstairs are screwed to the ground, right? Screwed into the ground. So he says if it's screwed into the ground, that's also another leniency. Okay, so that's the halacha um, dealing with with the. I'll tell you where else you have that issue comes up. Sometimes you have chairs, which underneath the chair has a little rack. Sometimes the chair itself has a rack. Sometimes you find it's like in schools, right? A desk, a desk chair, you know, sometimes the chair is attached to the desk, or sometimes it's not. And there's a little shelf underneath. So if you take your tefillin and you put it right underneath you, so generally speaking, you'll have a tefach of a space. A tefach is very small. You'll have a tefach space in between, right? But uh, this is just another scenario where this could come up, this, this issue. Here, yeah, because, I mean, if it's less than a tefach, yeah. one should not be uh, putting it underneath him like that. What about putting it on a chair where people sit, but nobody's sitting there at that point? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's a problem putting it... No, no. Uh, put, to put it... Embarrassment, the, the, even though that's where people sit... Yeah, yeah. To put it to put it on the chair when no one's sitting there. Yeah, yeah. To put it on the chair when no one's sitting. You said like in the shul, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. To put it on the chair when no one's sitting. First of all, it's in the back, right? But even even if you know, to put it on the chair when no one's sitting, it's not a problem. Um, okay. Let's see further. Vav. Mechaber says that was hey. Now we see vav. Now in the old days they used to wear tefillin the whole time, right? So that's why the case is something which we can relate to also. Is that true? I mean, regular people? 
Yeah, so sure. Not just rebellion, regular yeah, people, yeah, Jews, yeah. Everybody swore to him the whole time. Working in the field and, and yeah. picking grapes. Yeah, these are probably people in the base measures. Yeah, the base I mean, I mean that that. But uh, you know, if he's chopping the wood, I don't know if he's wearing his tefillin. But therefore, the case is that the person was wearing tefillin and he forgot to take off tefillin and he had relations. He shouldn't hold the batim. He shouldn't hold the ritzuis straps until he watches nagelvaser. Because his hands move around, and the assumption is that he touched a dirty place, and he has to wash negavas before he touches his tefillin. The Mishruah says one line: Afterwards, he should take them off. Add she kaneach a carry until then he. Yechalsim, uh, he should only take them off. First, he should wipe off the the carry. And then he should uh, take them off. Fine. Sif Zayin. Sif Zayin. Yashin Bahem Ira Keri. person was sleeping with his tefillin. And he saw Keri. He had a flow. Lo Yecho is Babatim. He shouldn't hold the Batim. El Yecho is Beretsuah. He should hold the straps. O Meser Isam. And take him off by holding the straps. Which is not the norm. But we don't want to touch the Batim at that time. Ad Sheikana Chakeri. Mi'alov. Yitol Yodov. Until he washes his hands from the Keri. And then he, then he takes them off, says the Rama. Did someone say something? Okay. Siv Kod and Tesvav, Elo Yechois, you should hold the straps. The Bezelo Yechayshin and Kolkach Shemay Nogu Bemokamatinoivis. When the person was sleeping, we're not concerned that he touched, as we're not as concerned that he touched a Mokamatinoivis, a dirty place. That's why he's permitted to touch the straps and take off the tefillin by holding the straps. Because they should because we don't want him to extend the time period that he has the, the tefillin on his body while he's wearing it when he is dirty from his flow that he had. He's allowed to wear the tefillin even though he's tummy. The person is permitted to wear tefillin even though if he had a flow. Then we see one more halacha here in Sif Ches. Of the simin, keva. A person goes into a sudas keva, a meal. It's time to have lunch. Not, not really. Just don't go leave me. Okay. Cholzon takes them off. Umanichan al hashulchan takes them off and puts them on the table. Adds man bracha until it's time to make the bracha. Umanichan and then he puts them back on. Um. So for Achilles Keva, Achilles Keva, a real set time, it's 12.35, it's uh, 1.15, whatever time he's eating lunch, set time to eat lunch, take off the pill. If it's a snack, well, now we're saying from the letter of the law, the Mechaber, from this, if it's a snack, he says you could eat with the snack, uh, the tfil, eat the snack with the pill on. The Minig is not to, by the way, nowadays. Minig is not to. You take it off. Why the What's the reason why to take out the film if you're eating? Well, <clears throat> what was a very common? What was a very common drink in the old days? Wine. Wine. Right? Wine. That was. I uh, think you might have explained to me once that they knew it was clean, as opposed to the water. Right. Yeah. 
So, so uh, the concern is you're eating at the meal, and the person might have got shaker, might have got drunk. Now you can't wear tefillin when you're shaker, when you're drunk, because you have to have the proper yiru, proper fear that I have shema shem on top of my head, I have shema shem on my arm. So that's why he says if you know you're sitting down to a meal, you should make sure to take off, <coughs> take off the tefillin first. The person might say, well nowadays I. When was the last time you sat down to a regular meal and had wine at it? You know, some people like do it all the time, but but I think most people don't, right? Sit down to a meal, you're not taking out the bottle of wine. Nonetheless, still that's not the, the correct approach. Nowadays we don't wait till by meal time anyway. So he says when you bench, shas bracha means bench. When you put them back on, they should be by the table. So this way, when you finish eating, you put it back on, and for those who would wear tefillin the whole day. But for a snack, he says you don't need to take them off. However, in the Sefer Shulchan Shloimai, one of the Achrayim, Shulchan Shloimai, Mistabik the Efshed of Zeh Davka Mishem Anichin Kol Ayoyim, Avol Loy Mishem Dark Laniach Bishas Kriyshma Tefila. So he says a good point. He says, who can eat a snack wearing the tefillin? That's only those who wear tefillin the whole entire day. Because, you know, you need a little refresher, a little energy. So you're eating an apple, you're eating a cookie, whatever it is. So you're wearing a tefillin, and after that you just move on with your day. But for those who only wear the tefillin during davening, like we do, it doesn't make sense for this person to be wearing his tefillin. Let's say after davening, you know, they, they have a, a tikkun, or there's a kiddush, or there's a baby naming, whatever it might be. Oh, so you're going to have some ragulach now, right? So it says, the shulchan shloimai, is not of the opinion to sit down wearing your tefillin and eating the, the cookies. Which is a common situation. These things happen after davening, right? You don't want to be, you shouldn't be eating your, the, the, the herring with uh, the kichel while you're wearing your tefillin. Now, if you do see a person eating a snack wearing his tefillin, he has who to rely on. He has who to rely on. Who is that? That's the Chazanish. The Chazanish says that even nowadays that we don't wear tefillin on a, for a full day, during the whole entire day, you could have a chilas aray. So the Chazanish says it can be done. Uh, the general practice is not to, though. The general practice is not to. Okay. Sif Katan Chaf Aray, that Mechaber said if a person would want to have a little snack, then he he be permitted to keep his tefillin on near the shir achila sarayu kebeya nokedin sukkah as we'll see in Mitzvah Shem and Simon Reish Tafresh Lametes. Now, how do you define a snack? So it says the same way you define a snack by the laws of sukkah, when you should not be eating out of a sukkah more than the shear of a beya of an egg, the volume of an egg. So too, when it comes to eating. With your tefillin on, it also means the size, the share of an egg. Just to review, um, using the Sefer Kor HaHalacha, which is a question-answer format, we asked, is it permissible and why to place the tefillin by a person's head in different scenarios or by his feet or underneath the pillow? So we said it is also because it's derech bizoyin, it's a disgraceful way of of uh, treating the tefillin even if it's double wrapped.
right? That's that's one of the main things we mentioned as well. We also spoke about putting the tefillin underneath a bench where a person's sitting, and we said that the person, uh, if if there is a tefach space between the end of where the tefillin are to where the person is sitting, then it's permissible. But we also mentioned a bal nefesh. Ideally, it's best to be machmir, not sit over it. Um, we had also spoke about um, to take off the tefillin and how to take off the tefillin if a person was wearing tefillin all day and he had a flow, fine. And we also spoke about that uh, if a person is having a sudas keva or a set meal, then he should make sure to take off his tefillin. And the reason was because they used to get drunk or possibly get drunk drinking alcohol by the by the meal. And if it's just for a snack, we gave different opinions of wearing tefillin while a person is eating a snack. There were those that are more on the machmir side, and we said over from the chazanish that is more lenient. Next year, Mr. Shem will continue with Simon Mem Aleph. We will discuss Din Hanoisei Masai Ech Yinhoig Betfilin. A person is carrying a package while he's wearing his tefillin. How should he appropriate himself in that scenario?